and welcome back to the abstract presented to you by the WSRC. Just a reminder to submit your applications in by February 28th, and that is less than a week away, by the way. And you can be from any university and be doing research in any field to apply. And if you do have any questions about applications, then I think you came to the right place because we are interviewing research today. So we're going to be going over everything in terms of, you know, the application process. And if you if we didn't answer any of your questions today, just message us on our socials at WesternSRC or send those questions to our email at WesternSRC at gmail.com. Um, so today we are starting off our interviews, our team interviews with our amazing research team. And unfortunately, not everyone was able to make it, but hopefully we'll be able to answer most of the questions about the application process. Um, my name is Janica. I'm the creative lead at The Abstract, and I'm also VP of External at WSRC. My name is Colette, and I'm in my fourth year studying biochemistry of infection and immunity, and I am the research director. And my name is Irby, I'm also part of the research committee. I'm in my fourth year doing specialization in biochem and cancer bio. So starting off, we'd like to do two truths and a lie. This is something new on the abstract. So does anyone want to go first? I can go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First one, me and my sister are born on the exact same day. Um, second one, I accidentally drove my car into a tree. And third one, I went into a hot tub fully closed. <laughs> Which one? Ooh. Like to hit a tree with your car? <laughs> but also there's like mistakes happen, you know? What are you thinking, Colette? I, I feel like the birthday one is too specific to come up on your own. So maybe maybe your close birthdays, but like to come up with that totally out of the blue... So I think I'm going to have to go with, oh, and the hot tub one's just kind of a strange one. It's a, it's a weird one. I think I'm going to have to go with the car one too, just because I, I feel like the other two, I just don't know how you'd come up with them. I guess the same with the car, but. <laughs> yeah, the car one is a lie. I definitely have not driven into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad because I don't want you to get hurt. <laughs> Amazing. Colette, do you want to go first? Next, or should I? Yeah, I? I can go. Um, so I guess one is I sometimes eat kiwis with the skin on um, instead of taking it off. Another one is I used to have a pet hedgehog when I grew up. And the last one is that I did competitive figure skating as well. Okay. I might have more knowledge about Colette than you think. I feel like you've told me that you have eaten kiwis with the skin on and you liked it. Okay. <laughs> and you also mentioned figure skating. So I'm going to say hedgehog, but Irvi, what do you think? I think I've also heard the kiwi thing. I feel like this is a discussion in the past. So, I, I do use that as a fun fact, so I'm really <laughs> shocked if I've told you guys. <laughs> so I'm also going to go with the hedgehog. Yeah. 
Well, you guys are wrong, actually. I did have a hedgehog growing up. His name was Purdy after like the chocolate hedgehogs that you can get at Purdy's. Um, I wasn't a competitive figure skater. I have been watching a lot of figure skating at the Olympics, um, but I did do like competitive Irish dancing and rowing and other sports, but not figure skating. Oh, it was rowing. That's what you put on the, um, what was it? The takeovers. Over, yes. That's amazing. Alrighty, so I guess it's my turn. So I've done competitive basketball. Um, and I went to Quebec when I was in grade nine. And I do not like Brussels sprouts. I know most people don't like Brussels sprouts. I've never had them, so I can't really comment on even whether I like them or not. So that makes that one a little bit tricky because I can't even relate to if it's something you actually would dislike. I know lots of people go to Quebec in grade nine, at least um, for French studies. So I guess maybe I'll go with basketball. I guess I'm going to go with the Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts? Yeah. yeah, Brussels sprouts was the lie. I've done competitive basketball when I was younger, but yeah, those were two truths and a lie. So we're going to be getting into some questions now. The first question is, what makes WSRC stand out amongst other conferences? Yeah, so I can start this off, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll talk about maybe the conference in general, and then maybe, Irby, you can start to more some of the research-specific ones. But I think the main one is that we're interdisciplinary and multidisciplinary and that we accept abstracts from a lot of different fields and we're excited to be able to see them. And we work a lot on making sure that we're evaluating different fields according to what would be the standards of those fields. And so it really allows for this dispersion of knowledge and being able to learn a lot about maybe fields that you're not as well acquainted with. For sure. And just to add on to what Colette just said, one of the nice things about this conference is that there's like multiple things that you can do. So we have like the poster presentations and the oral presentations and also flash talks. So whatever you're kind of like comfortable with doing, you can like choose whatever you want to do. If you're like better at like, you know, doing an oral presentation, you can definitely take on that. Or if you're like better at doing the creative sort of poster stuff that's definitely there as well and so like having all those different avenues also like for the people who attend like there's like a wide variety of things that you can see and I think this year we're also trying to incorporate some workshops for everyone so everyone can you know learn some new skills so that's really exciting and we're really looking forward to that. Wow some really new things coming for WSRC 2022 and Hearing all of that makes me super excited for April 2nd to 3rd. That's like written in my calendar. Um, and also the workshops we're planning. Uh, just a quick question. Is that happening during the conference or like before for just presenters? Yeah, the workshops are going to be happening during the conference and they're going to be towards people that are attending and obviously the presenters as well. And it's really to 
Um, some of them are working on building on skills that will help you at events like these. Others are focused more on future careers, like if you're wanting to attend medical school or graduate school, we have ones working kind of on those sides of things. So we have lots of different ones, kind of ones building their skills as well as preparing you for future applications. Amazing. And guess what, everyone? Presenter applications are out, so you have the opportunity to showcase your research. Um, so would you guys tell us a bit about, you know, the application and the application process? For sure, I can take on that. So um, for the application, I guess the main part is that, like, everyone's submitting an abstract, and that's, like, under 250 words. And we're kind of just looking for the basic things that you would normally write in an abstract. So we have like a nice little rubric that's there in the application to use. So definitely like go by the criteria that we have there. We try to be like as specific as we could. Um, I guess like just in general to go over it, there's like the background. So like just talking about what your research is and then why you're doing your research, so your rationale and then what kind of methods you're taking on, and then what kind of results you have. And you don't necessarily need to have results to even be able to participate in this conference. Like, if you don't have results, that's totally fine. You can talk about what you're expecting, and we're totally open to looking at those as well and including them in our conference. Wonderful. What are you looking for in the applicants? I guess the main thing is work, you know, especially if you're working with a professor, really make sure that they're okay with you um, submitting your abstract and really make sure that your writing is clear and concise as much as possible and also broken down to that general academic audience at the end of the day. You know, some people that are judging your abstract may not be directly from your field as this is this interdisciplinary um, from multiple fields conference. And so just making sure that you're using just a general academic audience in mind, unless you're doing the three minute thesis that needs to be paired more towards just a general public audience. And so really focusing on just that clear communication makes it a lot easier when we're marking it to see that you're hitting those rubric points. And so just use that rubric as a guide as that's at the end of the day, what we're looking at when we're grading your abstract. Wonderful. So What's something, I guess this is less of, you know, the application process and more of being part of the team. Um, what's something you've learned from being part of the team? It can be, you know, a skill, can be something like a fun fact you've learned. So I guess first thing, like just being part of the team is really great because like there's a lot of work to do and it's just so nice to be able to distribute that between everyone and just like lessen the workload on everyone. So that's always really nice. Also, um, I guess, like, recently, we started, like, in our big committee meetings, we started, like, getting other members to like, give updates, and apparently, whatever we say, where it comes true, so, you know, we can, we, we make the rules, so if we want to make something up and add something new, we can definitely just add that in all of a sudden that's what's going to happen we've made it so that the committee decides what kind of stuff we're doing so if they say something's happening we're going to try our hardest to make it happen as part of the conference and i think that's exciting because we're bringing in new ideas and i think sometimes that's where the most exciting stuff happens is when we're open to these different opportunities and so i think that's something that i've really enjoyed learning is being in the director role this year is getting to kind of work and have other people's opinions come forward and working on these workshops and bringing 
um, those to kind of life has been really exciting. I think one of the kind of skills and fun things I've learned is in evaluating the abstracts is just seeing the diverse amount of research that's going on at the undergraduate level. I always am very inspired reading all the abstracts and then seeing actually the projects that I was reading about and seeing those come to life. And also, I think I've learned a lot as a person that's a researcher myself and, you know, strong research communication and what that looks like. And so I always am very excited to kind of see everyone's projects from that initial kind of short description to the longer presentations. Yeah, I love that. Seeing everything come into fruition. See, I haven't been able to go to a lot of conferences where it was just like so much research from a variety of fields, which you can learn from. And I like learning new things, like the most randomest things, you know? So just going to the conference is so fun. And I guess this is a fun one. If you could create a team name for your committee, what would it be? This question took a little bit of work, <laughs> um, a little bit of creativity. I think we started like, oh, we should try to do an alliteration and try to do like R and R and the adjectives were not working out. <laughs> and then we were thinking about animals and we got to like rhinoceroses. But eventually we kind of came to the Research Avengers as our sort of team name. <laughs> Let me tell you, when when Irvi mentioned like research adventures, I feel like Colette and I were just like in awe of the creativity. I was just like, that's a perfect name. It's great for what we do. We're here to lift up all of our researchers and help um, kind of make that process into the conference a little bit smoother. Um, so do you have any advice to those applying and submitting their abstracts right now? Yeah, I would say really just follow that rubric at the end of the day. As I said earlier, that's what we're really judging the abstracts off of. And so if you follow kind of those suggestions, I think you're really well set. And again, you're always more than welcome to also reach out to us with questions. But, you know, I'd start your application sooner and, you know, write your abstract and go through it with a red marker, you know, write it longer than the 250 words and just cut it back to that essential information. And, you know, with multiple revisions, I'm sure it will look great. But um, yeah, just really stick to that rubric and give yourself the time to really um, perfect it. Yeah, I guess just to like add on to that, I think Colette captured most of it, but as long as like, you know, you're following that rubric and what your research is, is like well articulated, easy to understand, and just remember that the audience is broad. So just keep that in mind when writing and maybe even get it checked over if you have the time from somebody that doesn't know your research very well so you can see if it is well understood. But yeah, if you follow the rubric, you should be golden. Those are amazing tips. And so definitely use them when you're applying to be a presenter at our conference. So hopefully you had more insights into what research is looking for when they're grading your applications. Um, thank you again, Irvi and Colette, for coming here today to talk to us more about what research does. Um, it was really fun chatting with you guys. It was really fun chatting with you too. I've had a great time and we're excited to read all your applications. Super excited. <laughs>